Hello and welcome back to the Riley Brickfield Show. I am your host, your friend, your confidant, whatever you want me to be. Your boy Titties is back for another episode of the Riley Brickfield Show. I hope everybody's ready for the weekend. Ready to get some time to yourself and not have to work for the fucking man anymore. But uh, let's get into today's show. I finally decided to wait till after the Thursday night game because the past couple weeks, you know, it was two that got hurt. The one week I recorded before that game. The Raiders were dominating on Monday in, um, when they played uh, the Chiefs, and then the Devontae Adams push happened, so I didn't get the chance to talk about it live. So I was like, you know what? Just wait till after the game. It'll be better. There might be some news. You can just get a good clip out or something. But no, we had the dog shit Commanders Bears game last night that was just got off. I don't even want to talk about it. It was just very, very depressing. But today's show, you know, going to talk about hit a couple news things, what's going on in the world, my one love, one hate segment. Top 10 college games that I'm gambling on this weekend, the big ones, and then a couple NFL games. Then that's today's show, and let's let's get into it. Let's have a good weekend, huh? What do you say? What do you say? <clears throat> Got a little playoff baseball going on. You know, Astros are up 2-0. That Jordan bomb was ridiculous. Padres, Dodgers, that one's tied up. And, you know, the fan bases, those two hate each other, so that's a fun series. But. Just getting into it, you know, I still think that it's going to end up being like the Astros and Braves probably again, more than likely. That's just how it's going to be. Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington football team, has been under fire for a whole bunch of stuff the past couple of years. You know, terrible workplace, all sorts, you know, I'm pretty sure there's all sorts of fucked up comments and stuff like that. But he came out today and said that uh, he has dirt on every owner and even Roger Goodell. So I decided, what would that dirt be? You know, just going through a couple of the owners here. Robert Kraft, his is pretty obvious. It's probably something to do with massage parlors. That's just a known fact. Jerry Jones, it's probably stealing money from kids. You just look at him and think that he probably stole money from kids. Stephen Ross, the Dolphins owner, probably just a member of the clan or something. Arthur Blank, like look at look at the man. He looks like he has probably done some mob stuff. Like, hardcore, hardcore mob shit. David Tepper, he just looks like he's into them, you know, them special Thailand girls. The Packers, I bet that uh, somewhere deep in their history, Jeffrey Dahmer was somehow a part of the team. Jim Irsay, his the dirt that he has on him is probably just him just being horny. And Mark Davis, it's probably, it's probably because he throws games, I would assume. You just look at him, and I could see him doing that. I could see him having a lot of money on the line, especially being there in Vegas now. And Goodell, it's just, it could be anything. I mean, it could be drugs, alcohol, sex trafficking, whatever you want it to be. Roger Goodell looks like he could do anything. So, But by far the biggest news that's happened this week, out of anything in the entire world, Hezbollah is joining the UFC as a fighter. It's finally time where we're going to finally see Hezbollah fight. Absolutely juiced about it. But that's kind of all that's been going on. You know, Halloween ends is coming out today. I'm... Yeah, I guess it's today, Dave's Friday, when you're listening to this. I can't wait to watch that movie. I'm a big Spooktober guy. I love fucking scary movies. So that one's going to be good. Me and the wife I might even go check it out in theaters. So now let's hit uh, some one love, one hate. This week I'm loving on eggs. I have a disgusting infatuation with eggs. I love to eat eggs. Sometimes I'll eat like four eggs in the morning just because I love eggs that much. It's probably my favorite breakfast thing. I mean, you can just never go wrong with the fucking fried egg. You just can't. It's impossible. It's a great way to start the day. It's a great way to start the weekend. It's a, it's just a great way to have a good day. 
you start it off with a couple eggs in the morning, a little runny, you know, maybe you get yourself a piece of toast going with there or some sausage or bacon. You dip it in the yolk. It's oh, and you know, I'm one of them. I'm one of them nasty fuckers. I'll I'll lick all the yolk off the egg when I'm done eating. If it's still on the plate, I'll I'll eat it up. But that's just me. I love eggs. The thing I hate the most when it comes to like dipping sauces and stuff like that is. Well, I don't know if you consider it a sauce. I don't know what you consider guacamole, but it's fucking disgusting. It looks like fucking baby shit. It doesn't have any flavor to it, which is disgusting to me. I need I need it to taste like something. It just tastes like creamy, gooey shit. When it goes out, the texture, you know, the texture of it. It's just, it's absolutely disgusting. I fucking, I cannot stand guacamole. It grosses me out so much. But that's just me. That's what I hate most in life. Not most in life, but, you know, it's one of the things I hate the most in life. Got a big, got a big college weekend slate this weekend. Six top twenty-five games, which is going to be an absolute journey throughout the weekend. You know, starting it off with number ten Penn State going to Michigan. By far the biggest game in the Big Ten East so far this year. Two top ten teams. I mean, Penn State's ranked tenth. Michigan's ranked fifth. Both teams really could use this win. I know it's going to be have an impact on how the Big Ten plays out. You know, there's a chance that it could be like a round robin where Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State are just beating the sh- just beat the shit out of each other round robin style, and then it's going to come down to like points or something for who goes to the Big Ten title game. I could definitely see that happen. But in this game, I still think Michigan's a bunch of frauds, so I'm taking the Penn State money line. Easy bet in my eyes. I don't think Michigan. I don't think Michigan's that good as everyone thinks they are. Kansas and Oklahoma. It's this game's really about how bad is OU. I mean, they've lost three straight games, and now they have a really good Kansas team. I mean, Kansas is really good. I know there was reports that Jalen Daniels wasn't going to play, but I also saw reports that he quote tweeted the tweet that said that, and he said he's going to play, so he might actually play this weekend. Who knows? I but it, regardless, I mean, they have Jason Beam as their quarterback. He's really he did really good as well against TCU, so I don't think they're going to be in that much trouble. I think Kansas comes up with this one, possibly. Um, I like the money line pick, but I also like the over here. I mean, it, I guess it depends if Oklahoma can get it going. I know Dylan Gabriel's supposed to start, actually, so that may be a huge plus for them. Minnesota going to number 24, Illinois. Huge game in the Big Ten West, kind of the implications that the Penn State-Michigan game have. You know, both these teams – could really use this win to propel him forward. Minnesota is really good, but Brad Bilma is also building something at Illinois. I like the over here. It's only at 38.5, and, a half, and I, I know Illinois can't score very well. I know Michigan's kind of – they'll score or they won't score, but they seem to usually get like 20, it seems like. I didn't check their points per game, but I, I really like the over at 38.5 and a half in this one for some reason. I just feel like there's going to be an actual couple points scored, so we'll see, though. I'm not too I'm not too positive in it, but I'm gonna take it anyways. Alabama, Tennessee. The biggest game Tennessee has had since who knows when. I mean probably the last time their SCG championship game, which was years ago. But this is just one where if Bryce plays, I don't think there's too big of a problem, but it sounds like he's not gonna play. Tennessee's offense is doing really good, but Alabama Alabama's very beatable. Their defense has not looked as good as it did last year especially last year they had a really a really solid front a really solid secondary but they seem to be giving up a lot more this year so i'm honestly i'm taking tennessee money line i think the vols win this game especially if bryce doesn't play but even if bryce plays i think there's a really good chance tennessee still comes out on top on this one another big game 
top 15 matchup. Oklahoma State, TCU. I feel like whoever wins this game is for sure going to the Big 12 championship game. I mean, you look at it, and it's just these two have been so good so far this year. They seem to be beating everyone, not pretty handily, but they take care of business, and you know they're they're winning when they need to, especially. I'm just going to take the over in this one at 68.5. I'm struggling with who I think is going to actually win. I think there's going to be, you know, it's going to be a 38, 34 type ball game. Both teams have really, really can really score the ball. So I'd, I'd be very surprised if the over doesn't hit, but I also don't know who's going to win. I have, I can't, I looked at it for probably an hour thinking, like, okay, do I want to take the spread? Do I want to take a money line pick here? I just couldn't figure it out. So I'm just sticking with the over. NC State versus Syracuse, another top 25 matchup. Um, Devin Leary is probably not playing, so that's a huge advantage for Syracuse. NC State's been really good, and this is a game they can't lose, or else they're pretty much out of the cha- out of the conversation for the ACC championship, I think. So they need to win this one, but without having Devin Leary, I think Syracuse takes care of it pretty easily. I'm taking Syracuse minus 3.5. Syracuse has been very dominant this year. They've been able to run the ball, throw the ball, their offense looks really good. Um, and without Devin Leary, NC State is kind of screwed. I mean, he's kind of what makes that team work in a sense. Another top twenty-five matchup: Mississippi State going to Kentucky. Will Levis is back, but I don't think I don't think that matters. Will Rogers and Mississippi State—they're they're just rolling right now. They're they're absolutely. I mean, they'd be undefeated if they were to be LSU, and they they easily could be LSU. So I think that they take care of this one easily. I don't think having Will Levis back matters for Kentucky. Mississippi State just is rolling right now, and I don't think Kentucky's going to be able to stop them. I mean, point people have put up points on Kentucky so far this year, so I'm going Mississippi State minus three and a half. Biggest game of the weekend for the Pac-12 has to be USC going to Utah. Biggest test yet for USC. I mean, they've played a couple good Pac-12 teams, but they've taken care of business. But Utah's a different breed. They're a lot better than you know Oregon State and Washington State, and. Utah can't lose this game. Their hopes for going to the Pac-12 title game are out pretty much out the window. I mean, two losses is a lot harder than just one in conference play. And this is also a dead teammate helmet game, which is huge. Stuff like that matters when it comes to gambling. It just doesn't. It matters when it comes to football games. A couple, year or two ago, one of Utah's players tragically died, so they're honoring that. I think they're honoring two guys, actually, that passed away tragically. They're going to wear helmets that have them on it, so it's quite the tribute and I think Utah's going to come out inspired and I think Utah's going to win the game so I'm taking Utah minus three and a half arguably one of the biggest games all weekend has to be UNC and Duke just has to be it's the first time that this game has mattered in years UNC is rolling right now I still don't know how they're ranked I know they've but they've beaten really good teams throughout the year and they've they take care of business. They've won when they've had to. Their defense isn't that great, but their offense is tremendous. I love Drake May. He's he's probably one of my new favorite quarterbacks in college this year. The kid's been tearing up. The offense been tearing up. Mac Brown's got got the Tar Heels back and rolling. And I mean, Duke has lost a couple games now, but they've they've still looked okay. I mean, they they didn't have the toughest schedule, but they they've they've won games. They've won games pretty handedly. So. I think it's going to be a very fun one to watch, actually, but I'm taking USC minus 6.5. I don't see how they don't win by two to three touchdowns. They're just they're just rolling right now. My biggest game of the week for myself, personally, is LSU versus Florida. A bounce-back game for LSU after getting embarrassed by Tennessee and exposed by Tennessee. Florida's been okay this year, but they're not 
they're not that great either. So it's kind of a big game for both these teams. You know, two new head coaches. It's going to be a lot on the table. Is Anthony Richardson going to take over the game? Probably not. He's not that tremendous. But I think LSU Moneyline is the pick here. <clears throat> Maybe I'm just being a homer on that one, but I don't see how LSU doesn't win this game. I think they're. I think we're a lot better than Florida is, and Florida has a key. They're left or right. I think left guard Osiris Torrance is out. That and he's he's the veteran leader. He's the guy on that offensive front. So having him out is going to actually have a huge impact on this game, in my opinion. Moving in to the college football, or sorry, the NFL games that I'm interested in and want to get, that I give a shit about since NFL's been pissing me off with the boringness that it's been having lately. But first up is Panthers-Rams, interim head coach game. Usually not a lot of success in the NFL in these, but the college football world, we've been seeing interim coaches come in and doing all right, winning big games and shit like that. So I'm having a little bit of faith here. I think the Panthers are going to come out inspired. You know, once your coach gets fired, everything kind of goes up in the air. A new guy can come in and not want you, so you kind of have to put put that good film on tape, show that you're doing your job, doing your assignments, because it's, it's going to impact when the new coach comes in if he wants you to play, wants you on the team. You know, you just got to – all these guys are going to protect themselves. They're going to come out inspired, I think, this first game. And I think the Panthers beat the Rams. I, the Rams are just in an absolute fucking spin cycle of confusion lately. Their offense is lacking. Their defense is still very good. But it's just not – it's not the Rams team we saw last year. So I think the Panthers play, come out and play inspired and they upset the Rams here. So Panthers money line. That's the pick. Ravens and Giants, I mean, it's it's really about how good are the Giants. I mean, they've they've beaten the Packers. They've beaten other teams. I can't think of them right now, but they've they've won games when they need to. I mean, the Giants only having one loss right now in the season. I think if you would have told anyone that at the beginning of the season, they would have looked at you and said, are you smoking meth? Because what the fuck? But I think, I think the pick in this game is the over at 44.5. I think it's going to be you know, 28-24 type ball game. The Ravens are going to score. The Giants are going to find a way to score like they have been. It's just going to be a really fun game to watch, I feel like. Bengals versus Saints. Joe and Jamar coming back to Louisiana. You know, Saints fans, most of them are LSU fans, but their allegiance lies to the Saints, so it's going to be fun to see what it's like having Joey B and Jamar back, kind of back home, but as a, as the enemy in a sense. So it's going to be, I bet the Superdome is going to be kind of a cool environment this weekend. But I like the Bengals here at minus one and a half. I don't see how they don't win the game. The Saints have been playing up and down football. I mean, the talent's on that roster, but they're just not they're not putting it together. And I think the Bengals are clicking. I mean, they should have beat the Ravens last week. They just Justin Tucker has a has a fucking leg on him. So I think Bengals minus one and a half is the pick here. And then by far the biggest game and most exciting game of the weekend has to be the Bills versus Chiefs. Game of the year right here. I mean just is. It's going to be, if it's anything like it was in the playoffs last year, it's going to be an absolute shootout. Back and arrowhead. Tons of points. Both teams have been scoring at will this season. Both teams coming in 4-1. and one. I don't see how the over doesn't hit at 53.5. It's probably going to be a 30-point ball game. Maybe even 40. Just, just That's how these teams roll. And then the second biggest game, which any other week would probably be a big one, it has to be Sunday night. Cowboys going to the Eagles. Cowboys 4-1. Eagles 5-0. Battle for the top spot in the division, probably. Eagles haven't lost a game. It's just going to be an absolute ride in this one. But I, I'd take, I'm probably taking Eagles minus 5.5. I, I think the Eagles win this one just because the lack of solid QB play that the Cowboys are going to have, I think it's going to affect them. The Eagles do have a very good defensive unit. 
and they're just they're just rolling right now. So it'd be kind of cool. It'd be kind of cool as because I don't know if you see clips every now and then of Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. They have a little podcast together, and right now the way the world's looking like it could be a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl. It'd be cool to see two brothers not square off against each other, but square off against each other in a sense for the Super Bowl. But Eagles minus five and a half is my last pick of the show. I'm happy you stuck around and gave me a good listen for today. A little shorter of an episode, but was just hitting through it. I was feeling the groove. So I appreciate you. I love you. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, send to your friends. Send. I don't, I don't got one right now. What can we send it to? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Send it to a random Uber driver. Just send send it to a random Uber driver. Be like, hey, man, remember when you picked me up this one time? Listen to this podcast. It'll give you more clarity on who I am as a person. So I love you for now. Your boy Titties is out. Have a blessed weekend. I love you. Your boy Titties is out. Have a good weekend. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Goodbye. Love you.